Good afternoon, everyone. It is Angie Atkinson, and I am here without the lovely and talented Lise Colucci, but she will be on soon. I just happen to have a call that's coming shortly, and so you're stuck with just me today, <laughs> at least for a little while. Um, so as I am waiting for the chat to populate, start to see everyone there, um, yeah, I, I can do a QA poll. There's all this really cool stuff. Anyway, okay. Uh, so, waiting for the um, mod squad to show up. And while we're doing that, I'm just going to really quickly, hey, there they are, Chris and Ellen. Hey, 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 V. Welcome, welcome. Happy to see you here today. Um, hello, Adrian T. Hey, hey, hey. Good to see you guys today. So, I have a new camera. I'm pretty sure it's not set up correctly, but <laughs> here we are giving it a try. So, um, while we're getting started, hey, Peggy, with Peggy um, and Fiona. Okay, uh, make sure you take a look at the description if you're interested in uh, if you're interested in getting additional information on how to get in touch with us, things like that. Uh, like I said, Lisa may be popping in later, um, so we can hopefully talk with her as well. Meanwhile, let's just jump right in, shall we? <laughs> okay, so let's talk about parental alienation. I don't know, and maybe you can tell me in the chat right now, there are two different things we can look at here, right? We can look at being alienated ourselves from our own parent as a result of narcissistic abuse in childhood, or and or being alienated, having our children alienated from the other parent, right? This is <clears throat> unfortunate. Let's just define what I'm talking about really quickly when I'm talking about parental alienation. And it's a it's a type of, it's a group of strategies, right? That the alienating parent, we're gonna say that's the narcissist in this case, okay? That the narcissist will use to sort of teach their child to fear, reject, run away from, not want to be with their other parent. And oftentimes this is not a fair thing. I know it sounds weird, but <clears throat> there's a an actual syndrome that will develop with a child. But the child will be in a position to sort of, they're almost forced to not get along with the parent. Does that make sense? Um, so yes, alienate from family is what I'm talking about. Did I say isolation? I'm sorry about that. Oh, Nicole Angelina, I remember, you must have been the one that taught me that. I remember several years ago, we were doing a live stream and you came on and said, try the garlic. And I, I did. And I literally was, was better within minutes. It was crazy. Okay. Okay. Um, v says, I catches this. This is fate. I'm dealing with this right now. Okay. Well, we're going to talk about it. All right. Um, you've had both. So have I. Um, well, I can't really say I've had both. I've, I've mostly experienced it as the person, the child who was alienated. Um, but I have, my, my ex-husband just sort of fell off the planet <laughs> after we, I left him and my my current husband, he he is still around. So <laughs> it's not an issue. Um, but yeah, I totally, I totally understand. So let's talk about a few different things. I want to talk about, the first thing I want to talk about is there are eight different ways this can happen. Okay. Manifestations, if you will. Um, one of which is just that the, the alienating parent will teach the child that the other parent is bad. Everything that happens with the other child will be brought 
um, to basically any positive experiences that happen with the other parent are minimized and any negative experiences are maximized. And, and basically they become, the child thinks that they just don't like that parent, but the truth is they've been groomed that way, right? And that happened to me. I remember literally feeling guilty because I wanted to see my other parent, but my alienating parent would not let me feel okay about that, if that makes any sense. And you experienced that too, let me know. Um, so it's kind of a smear campaign that happens. Um, another thing that happens is the, the parent who is, the parent who is alienating will rationalize their behavior and, and shift up the other parents, you know, just, we've already talked about that basically. The children will manifest different things though. Okay, so the children will join on this smear campaign and they will they will look at the other parent, the alienated parent, and they will feel like that parent is weak or that parent is bad or that parent is evil or whatever. Um, and I think, oh, I just realized something. And I think that's something that happens um, in, a, in a pretty, <laughs> it's pretty common. Okay, um, let me just worry about this. I was just going to try to change my 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 resolutions. I realized I look way too bright, but that's silly. I shouldn't be worried about that right now. <laughs> Sorry about my face. Anyway, um, okay. So the other thing is um, that children who are going through the alienation, they will be intense and they will be hostile and they will feel, they will be essentially acting as an arm or an extension of the alienating parent. I mean, and the thing is, they won't, they will, they won't feel guilty because the alienating parent is teaching them that it's good and it's, it's right for them to in, intentionally push away the other parent. They will act, um, they they will even reject the other parents' family members. Okay, it's it's ridiculous. Um, so I'm going to come back here. I'm going to read some of the, look into some of this chat because we have Peggy over here saying all the good things. <laughs> Thank you, Peggy. Let's see what she's got here. Uh, okay, hey, what's for tea? Long time no see. How are you? Okay, let's see. Grace, the goddess is going through this right now. I'm so sorry. Um, so is Moonlight Star. Okay. Ellen says, I've had both happen. One parent keeping me from another and having an ex-spouse keep our children from me for 10 years. I'm so sorry. That's awful. Um, awful. Hey, Shastina. Good to see you. Um, Meemaw Dragon says it's happening and has happened. Yeah. Um, v says he stole my child in August, making up lies. Right now, I'm dealing with with." I'm dealing with it with a lawyer and court. My child nearly, oh boy. So, uh, basically, child was saying he, she's giving him nightmares. And I'm, I'm so sorry. I cannot even. Mm. Same with Ellen, same with Leslie. Okay. So you guys felt the guilt as well. Jack says, same, trying to regain access, how to recover the child. With the child. So here's, what's, here's what maybe will help those of you who are currently being alienated from your children um even though i said to my parent what my other parent wanted me to say and i behaved in a way that my other parent wanted me to behave <laughs> uh, that was when i was in 
small again. Um, as I got to be about 12 or 13, I realized I was allowed to feel what I felt up to a point. I mean, I still felt guilty about it, but I, I never didn't want to see my other parents. See? And that's the thing that I think a lot of people don't realize. It was always about, like, I always wanted to know, you know. Um, oh, and we'll get to that one too, Peggy. Uh, okay, Peggy says... Okay, wait a minute. Let me get back to what I was saying. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Is Lisa back in here? Yeah, let me check. Uh, nope, not yet. Okay. Um, so, so for for me, even when I was in the act of helping my one parent to alienate the other, I was only doing it because the primary parent was would be angry at me if I showed any weakness in regard to this parent, and so I just hid my feelings. So my point is, when I finally did reconnect with that parent, I was able to do so in such a way that I that I wasn't angry at him. I thought I was angry, but I wasn't at him. Later, literally just a few years ago, I woke up and realized I was very angry at the alienating parent. <laughs> so I, I would say to you, that Jack, oh, she's now 15. Okay, so if she's 15 right now, then you've got just if you're able to reach out in any way, do so. If not, you know, at least by 18, you should be able to. I would try maybe sending a message through Facebook or whatever people, what are they using now? Instagram, mostly, I think, <laughs> something like that. Um, I think it just comes down to always, anytime you have the ability to reach out to that kid, you want to say, I've always been here. I will always be here. I love you just connect with me if you can or whatever your, your child doesn't hate you as much or probably doesn't hate you as much as you might think you will tell the truth when you have the opportunity until then just be really careful and I wouldn't say anything negative about the other parent even though there are plenty of things to say but I think that that will further alienate your kid just a thought um okay uh, Peggy says and then there's the third option the child who is narcissistic and ghosts and punishes the loving parent. That happens more often than people admit. Sure, it can happen. Um, and I think it happens, especially in situations where maybe the child's other parent was a narcissist and the child has always sort of gone with that parent's opinion. Um, it could happen for because of something like, um, what's it called? Acquired situational narcissism, where the child grows up and gets some kind of big crazy career and suddenly parents aren't good enough anymore, things like that. Um, and, and other reasons, <laughs> many other reasons. Um, it's true. Um, okay, Nicole Angelina says, my daughter's father does that to her with money. He told her if she keeps dealing with me, he was not going to buy her a car. I don't have a relationship with her or my grandchildren. Oh, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. And this is more common than you think uh, where the alienating parent will control. And this isn't even about always about alienation, but often a narcissistic parent will control their adult children with money as well as their younger, you know, teens and, and, and those before. Because if, especially if the narcissistic parent is the one that has the money, you know, they're the maybe working parent or whatever, they are also the parent who ends up often with custody, even though they're probably not spending any time with the child because of the money, because they won't give any enough to the other parent. And then the, yeah, they bribe and they, Cajole and they, yeah, it's awful. It's awful. I'm so sorry to hear that, Nicole. Um, Shastina says, 10 years since I left, kids all grown up now, but I feel the rift 
from all the narcular. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, we we made up some <laughs> but several years ago uh, when we were I was doing daily live streams. We made up the term narcular. We thought it was funny to call them that instead of anything else. So <laughs> thanks for the memory on that. But I'm really sorry that yeah, you still feel a riff from from the kids. I'm so sorry to hear that, Justine. Um, Moonlight Star says, hmm, I'm 26 and discovering my dad and brother are narcissists. So Moonlight Star, were you alienated from your mother then? Is that what I understand? Um, that's harsh. That's harsh. Chris says it makes perfect sense. I saw my husband's ex-wife. Oh, yes, you did. She, uh, Chris saw her husband's ex-wife do this with the stepchildren who she really has been raising since they were practically babies. And, and I mean, they're I won't tell your whole story for you, Chris, but um, she's a really good mom. I'll just say that. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see here. So we have redheaded riding hood. Hey, girl. Hey. Okay. Let me get back to where I was. I'm going to your, I'm gonna get to your comments. Though, don't worry. Um, Moonlight Star says, I have a home, but so many injustices have been done against me. I feel your pain. Oh, what's for tea? You're so right. Um, the children can also become flying monkeys. Many toxic parents do this. They they show their children. <laughs> they they use their children as flying monkeys. They spy on the other parent. They use them to. I remember my alienating parent once did a was was away, and the person they were married to at that time, who was not my parent, and who was not the person anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, drove me around. And, at five years old or something to find that parent and it was ugly and then I was blamed. <clears throat> We're gonna move on. Um, okay. Oh my, Leslie says I'm a twin. My mother triangulated my brother and I and all of her children. That's a very common narcissistic parent thing to do. And it will also alienate you from your siblings. I have had that experience, unfortunately, as well. Yes. Um, yes. Barbara Butler agrees with Peggy that so many parents are alienated by their adult children. And that is, it's true. Um, but this happens, you see, it's, it's a tough thing to talk about here because the fact of the matter is that very often, you know, you would have to be on the inside to see who was the real narcissist. Do you know what I'm saying? Because of course, nobody thinks it's them. Um, but I, I do know for sure that, yeah, oh. Moonlight Star says they've tried to make me an enemy of my mom. She's really mean to me too. I mean, maybe she is toxic. I don't. I don't know the whole story in your situation, Moonlight. Um, but Leslie, that sounds terrible. Being a twin, being alienated from everyone. Um, she gets so mad at you. So, so with her being in this situation and and being the alienated parent, from what I think you're saying, it sounds like she is playing into the role which i guess could happen if she is blaming you for someone else's behavior um i yeah oh. <laughs> okay let's see here what's for tea says the children yeah we got that children can also become flying monkeys um Mima says my eldest oldest sorry my eldest child at 15 told me her her daddy told her all about me she's now 41 and still hates me Never said what daddy said, just mad at me. That is so sad and so wrong. I think it's really unfair. Um, I have had the opportunity to explain to my other parent, the non-alienated, the alienated parent, a little bit of what was said, but it, 
it was mostly just, I don't like that person. So you shouldn't like that person either. And, and lots of reasons, you know, and, and lots of guilt tripping and all of this. It's awful, awful, awful. Um, yeah. It's really unfair to the child. Oh, and Moonlight is adopted. She sounds like she's got a lot of issues. Um, I, I, I'm interested in knowing more. Maybe you had a situation, Moonlight, where you had a narcissist parent and then a, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's a, like a like an inverted narcissist. You know, it could be a covert. It could be, she might herself be one. I, I would have to talk to you more personally. Um, okay. Uh, Ellen says, my children are picking up their father's abuse, where their father's abuse left off with me. I mean, I'm just going to say this, take it for what it's worth. I, honestly, I mean, I love my children. I'm grateful that I have them and that they understand who I am and vice versa, including the one who's already moved out. We're, we're cool. But <laughs> what it comes down to for me is this. I don't, I think the only time anyone ever gets unconditional love is if they're lucky from one of their parents. Okay. I don't think that you can say that you unconditionally love a spouse or, or anyone else in the world, because there are things that person could do to make you not love them anymore right well i like to believe that there's nothing a child could do to make me not love them anymore but i know for sure i do believe i love my children unconditionally but i know for sure if one of them killed the other one or something it'd be pretty hard for me to feel the same kind of love i feel now and there was a situation where one of them did something to the other and i struggled with it but i did you know in the end i still loved him but i'm not a narcissist so i think that yeah um so I guess my point, Ellen, is that you don't, you don't have to spend time with your children and you don't have to tolerate the abuse. If they're adults, they've moved on to their own lives. You have the right to say, I don't really want to deal with someone who's intentionally hurting me, whether they came out of my body or not. Just say something to think about. I, I hate to sound so harsh about it. Um, Moonlight says, this would make my parents look worse in the law's eyes. Well, sure it would. Yeah. And they probably wouldn't have <laughs> wouldn't have even allowed you to be adopted had they been aware of all of that. Um, yeah. Redheaded Writing Hood says, oh wait, is this Lise? Hold on. Redheaded, oops, Redheaded Writing Hood says, this is what happened to me with my grown children. My oldest became his flying monkey and my youngest and influenced my youngest to shun me. It was devastating. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'll tell you something. I have a client right now who I absolutely love was going through a similar thing and it's really ugly when you know that a parent loves their child and is not allowed to have a normal healthy relationship with their child it's devastating in my opinion i'm so sorry that's happening to you red um barbara says you are not the fictional imaginations you've been left with Ah, to me, Ma. Yes, absolutely. And I want to say that to all of you, any of you who have been alienated, listen to this. You are not the fictional imagined character that you've been portrayed as, right? Um, it's so, it's, it's really, it's incredibly unfair when a parent does this to a child and to the other parent. It, it's, it can literally change the entire course of, of your life. And it's not in a good Okay, Jack says, when do children figure it out? She's 15 now. Again, I figured it out. I, I didn't fully understand that I wanted to see him until I was a little bit older. I probably around 15, 12, something like that. 
Oh, I knew that I wanted to see him. I didn't know that it was okay to want to see him. And here's the worst part. <laughs> even though I, I don't want to say too much and get myself in any trouble, even though I really can't be in trouble anymore. But um, I did see him when I was a little bit older. Um, but I had to be a little sneaky and <clears throat> keep it quiet. And I'm not saying that's right. I'm saying that's what happened. Um, but even then, I felt a little bit pulled away. I felt a little bit like I didn't really... I don't think I understood until I was literally, I'm just going to say over 40. Um, but he was very careful not to talk bad about her. And he was very careful to, which I don't, I, I respect, but he always respected whatever she was doing. I'm not saying he was perfect. He was not, but he would have seen me if she'd allowed it. So, um, and it was really, it's a really difficult thing to go through um so i'll just say this jack it just depends on the child and the parent um how thoughtful she is how how long she did know you how long you were in her life and what how outrageous the other parent is and what lies she's saying i i, I would have to know more information about that um brandy says i'm 43 and never met my biological dad or any of his family I understand. I, I have met a few members, I think three or four members of the family, not counting step, uh, half siblings, um, but I I don't know them and I'm mad about that <laughs> uh, for a number of reasons. I had a chance to see, to meet some of them over the weekend and I, I took it out. <laughs> so I get it. It's not, um, okay. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Leslie says, I figured it out at age 50, right? So that's the thing. It's not, it's really difficult for any human to go outside of their, their conditioning, right? So when you're done, and I believe she will, I believe she'll come around. It might not be until later, but look, even though I had experienced certain milestones with the alienated parent, I never really got the chance to be really close. I was still like underhand, like just under the surface was a lot of anger. I didn't know that it wasn't at him until I was older. <laughs> um, having children really hit me. The first child really hit me hard uh, because I realized that at that time, I thought that this person had a little baby that looked really kind of similar to that baby that I was holding, my child, and, and that that person was able to walk away, you know, before I was two or three years old or whatever. So <laughs> I didn't understand. And I now have really figured it out based on just going back through what happened back then um, maybe it helps that that parent also had an additional couple of kids and I saw that they weren't getting treated in the same way that I was I don't know um yeah um okay now this is another interesting thing that happens Diana says my husband blames me for his disconnect with the children that's very common too. Okay. Here's, this is such a complicated issue because you will have narcissists or toxic people who will just like my ex-husband fall off the planet. And I guarantee you, my ex-husband is walking around. I knew this was going to happen before it even happened. I guarantee you he's walking around in the world right now and telling everybody. I happen to know that just a few years ago, he was still doing it, carrying around a picture of myself and my son when he was two years old, which is right after we left saying I took my son from him. And he had every right to see the kid. He was in the papers. He just chose not to. When my kid was 18, he reached out to him and he said, hey, and I would have never stopped him from trying to reach out in the meantime, by the way. Um, but he was, anyway, he reached out to him and 
they talked and they agreed they were going to get together and get to know each other. And guess what? He didn't do it. <laughs> and, and so luckily my son doesn't play me and this is what happened. And maybe this will help those of you with younger kids. Um, because when I left my ex, my son was 16 months, 16 months old. He saw him a couple times after that, um, with me, uh, the court decided he could only see him with supervision and he could choose between me or another court supervised person, you know, a person who would supervise from court. He chose me. Um, he was allowed to see him weekly if he wanted to. He didn't. Um, but long story short, he, you know, when my son was about three and a half, he was going to preschool. And one day he said to me, mom, all the other kids have dads. Why don't I have a dad? It was the worst thing ever. I thought I was gonna, I, I was going to lose it. And, um, but I, I, I said, you know, that's a really good question. Uh, long story short, I went to a therapist and I talked to the therapist and the therapist said to me at that time, listen, okay, I think Lisa might be here. Hold on. The therapist said to me at that time, yes, Lisa's about to come in guys, just so you know. Um, okay. The therapist said to me at that time that my, um, that my, what am I trying to say? Okay. Hold on, Lisa, let me finish telling the story real quick. You're muted, by the way. Okay. <laughs> the therapist said to me at that time that I should tell my son, listen, like basically tell him the truth as much as he could handle at that age, right? So I had to say that you have a dad and your dad chooses not to see you. And let me tell you something, telling your baby that <laughs> at that age feels very unnatural, right? Like you want to you come up with a better thing than he chooses not to see you. But the therapist said I needed to tell him that. And, and then in, in whatever way that I could, I needed to explain it so that he could understand that it was not me causing it, number one, and not resent me as a result. And number two, that it wasn't, and which I did tell him also, that it's not your fault. He's got his own issues. And this is why he does this. It's nothing to do with you. You know, that kind of stuff. So that was really helpful. Um, Lise, welcome. Hi. Hello. For those of you who don't know, this is my lovely uh are you are you, are you on the screen oh yeah I'm a little bit. i don't know is it echoing no it's done okay yeah. mm -mm. um so anyway this is lisa lisa Kalushi. Hi. <laughs> I see such, oh i see what's happening oh it's putting us on like that okay hold on let me see I it's got us like up and down instead of side by side yeah oh that's okay i think that's just your computer I don't uh, know. It doesn't matter. We're getting there. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> we're either going back and forth or we're not. Yeah, that's okay. Oh, okay. it is. It's going back and forth. I, I can't. Oh, there it goes. Okay. We're good now. <laughs> ah, there. <laughs> it's okay. Everybody just over here. Okay. okay. <laughs> Streaming partner, one of the coaches of queenbeing.com, the director and creator of our amazing group coaching program, Lisa Lucci. Hello. <laughs> A little late, so you if you have time you can always stay on when i have to jump off either way sure. yeah okay. i don't but yeah <laughs> okay so um we're talking about parental alienation I was, well i was listening i was in there for a bit so oh, good okay i'm so sorry yeah. <laughs> but no i was like how do i anyway we'll just <laughs> we'll talk about that later okay we'll keep going yeah <laughs> yes okay so okay so we were i was just talking with diana who said her husband blames her for his own decision. I was hearing that one. And that one is so common mm -hmm. where the narcissist yeah, will, oh my gosh, they use it as an excuse to gaslight, to attack you. Mm -hmm. And then they use it to triangulate the children. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's and it's unfair. It's it is very yeah. unfair. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's so basically what I think that I'm seeing 
from people here. It's, it either goes like the narcissist is the alienating parent right. or, <laughs> or the narcissist pretends to be the alienated parent. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, pretty ugly. And then, and then as Peggy mentioned earlier, you know, the third option is that, is that your children become toxic as a result, maybe of the extra you know the toxic parent and either toxic or just completely uh flying monkeys <laughs> yeah like they just don't can't see because they are benefiting from the narcissist they can't see that it's a different reality for those who are uh being manipulated by the well everyone's being manip being manipulated negatively by the narcissist so they're being manipulated as well and then they're totally falling for it yes yeah mm-hmm yeah ridiculous yeah okay we have moonlight star jim who says i didn't know my adopted dad was a malignant narcissist but when i became a teenager and early 20s i started to wake up and realize through all the abuse my mom and i endured it made sense mm. yes but question if your mom is now being very mean to you and won't work with you on this i it, it makes me wonder you know if you were to look through from a different angle is it possible that your mom could have been a little toxic. <laughs> I did mention that earlier, and I I don't know what are you what are your thoughts on that. Let me tell you really quick, Lise. Um, so Moonlight Star Gem was saying earlier that um, her mother she was alienated from her mother. I assume her, and I'm sorry if I'm assuming wrong. Um, alienated from her mother and by her toxic father, and now her mother she's trying to reconnect with her, and she's really mean and hateful to her about things. And he's mm, even, mm -hmm. you know, makes it really hard to try to connect. What are your thoughts about that? I think that there's a lot of times two toxic people get together and make babies. Yeah. It happens a lot. Mm-hmm. And we it sucks. That, we think that one has to be the victim of the other. Sometimes was, there can be two toxic people, and they're both equally yeah. bad, <laughs> right? Yeah, and there are different types of, yeah. you know, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, different types of, like, I don't know, toxic. Right. <laughs> and so one toxic parent, they might abuse the other, to you know, the other toxic parent, but then you don't see some, like, especially if you're dealing with, like, one covert and one grandiose. Like, the covert could destroy the grandiose <laughs> just by not paying enough attention or something or not. Right. You know, it's, it's, there's so many different combinations we can be working with here. It yeah, people very, have their psychology, right? Everyone is acting from whatever, like, I mean, who knows? Mm -hmm. Mom could be, so, have so much guilt from whatever that she can't, that she That's hasn't processed point. that, you know, like, mm -hmm. we don't, people have to be willing to do their own work. Yeah. Themselves from whatever's been going on in their life so that they can be good to others in their life. Yeah. And, and themselves, right? Yeah. Yep. We, we can't force that. Absolutely. I just realized that you have a, a call at the same time as me, so you won't yeah, be like, <laughs> <laughs> it popped up on my screen. Okay. Um, okay. So yeah, I'm with you hundred percent, by the way. Okay. And, and that's the thing. It's just, it's so, it's so complicated. And uh, Leslie, Leslie was saying that she's a twin and mm -hmm. her mother would alienate, like basically she would do so much triangulation between herself and her siblings her twin and then her other sibling that it would be like i i gathered that maybe they were alienated from each other in that process oh yeah i had experienced something similar myself well you're, and you're in the 
the toxic family cult system here when you got that going on and you've got um you've got a structure where the the mother needs everyone to not get along so that they maintain control right exactly yeah yeah it's It's a really messed up thing Mm -hmm. it is yeah if you have um if you I don't know if you're starting at the bottom or something but if you if you have a question or comment you want to read just jump oh, in okay um otherwise I, I, I can start at the bottom <laughs> yes we'll do it. okay oh yeah Peggy was referring to it okay Barbara says learning the root of the problem is the first step to solving it and I agree with that on every level by the way like my whole like healing yes. process is that and not just for it was the dual method of like discover understand overcome evolve right but for me I use that for everything that goes wrong. <laughs> like, oh, here's a problem I didn't see before. How do I, what is this problem? Like, how do I fix this? What can I do? What is, how is the problem caused? And then I fix the problem and then I move on, <laughs> you know? So that I really think for any relatively intelligent person, that's a pretty solid problem solving thing. <laughs> At right. least your thoughts, or do you have a, on anything? Understanding, um, well, it's understanding. And once you understand, realizing you have a choice outside of it sometimes right. and, and that you can make different choices for your life right. to, to take it back and actually start directing your life the way you want it to go. Right. So and, you- and, and, and also sometimes that's like, you know, it can feel impossible, but that doesn't mean you go from like the worst to the best. It means right. you make baby steps and that's a whole nother topic, but yeah. Well, it's true. And you know what else is true is the the whole um I think when you for me anyway, if I could look at it like a scientist, you know, where the root of the pro what's the as my engineer husband says, what's the root cause? <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you can find the root cause, then you can find the next step. Or you can find for me, if I could step back emotionally and I could look at it like you know, from a, a perspective of science and psychology instead of the perspective of the wounded child that I was on the inside. Exactly, your perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that mm-hmm. I was able to heal much faster. It is, yeah. and I'm, I'm relating this to something Moonlight is saying again here about, um, yeah. I'm going to sum up a bunch of them into one and hopefully I will get it. If I'm incorrect, please correct me, <laughs> Moonlight, but feeling like uh, because of the toxic dynamic with the parents now they pick uh toxic partners or they're a magnet for toxic people and people are asking if their pickers broken and all of that here's the thing with as it relates to what angie's saying is that you are now seeing their root cause and that can't be your story don't end it there that's that's the history yes it doesn't have to be the future Mm -hmm. so you choose what you want in your life and you learn the parts okay so my picker's broken so to speak or so your you know what was that <laughs> so, <laughs> computer stuff computer talking for us yeah so you you know you you can use exactly what angie's talking about here in since you've now discovered this big huge thing that doesn't mean that's your story that means that's the story that was given to you and handed to you. That yes. now you can make your own story by all kinds of ways to heal that, right? First, you got to figure out how to heal. What are the parts that you need to fix in you to then choose differently? 
and to be able to see it so that you can choose differently or to be able to walk away when someone is toxic within minutes. Yes. Right. Yes. 100%. Um, I have one from redheaded writing hood who says I just recently faced the fact that my oldest two were and are abusive. My talking about children. My son was even physically abusive to my daughter, emotionally putting me down and gaslighting me. So that's a really difficult situation. What are your thoughts, Lise, about that one? I was half listening. So uh, son was abusive to the daughter physically and emotionally Uh, abusive to the mother and also put a, you know, helped alienate the daughter. An adult son now, I'm assuming? I assume so. I don't know that. I think so. Yeah. Well, if it's an adult, I mean, it's limiting the relationship and um, having some very firm boundaries and you make the choice of how much contact and what type of contract you have with that son mm-hmm. and helping the daughter feel supported that you see what happened and you believe what happened. Mm-hmm. You don't need to sit and like badmouth the son or like talk about him, but that you you are there with her and you understand uh, that what happened wasn't okay and that you're helping her, helping support her that it wasn't her fault and that, right. you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. 100%. It's listen, it, this whole thing is a big, ugly, complicated mess. Okay. Parental alienation in general, in my opinion. And many times I, I want to say, sometimes we manage to see it and we manage to come forward and get away from it and get out of it. But oftentimes that requires us to literally to alienate ourselves <laughs> to go no contact is what it comes down to, because I, I could not ever speak to the other one if I was still in regular contact with this one it would drive me insane I I can't I can't <laughs> anyway that's a weird thing to talk about okay um Nicole Angelina says I act like it doesn't matter she, Nicole Angelina is alienated from her adult children and grandchildren by her ex says I, I act like it doesn't bother me but it broke my heart now I'm very careful with my feelings with my daughter I try not to show her any emotions and unfortunately that's the very best thing you could do the only other thing I would say is if you choose to, depending on how, how hard she's been on you, the only other thing I would add is that I would send a card or a note or something like uh, the, the Christmas type holiday in your life, whatever that happens to be, you know, the big one of the year, maybe the birthday, just I'm your mom, I still love you no matter what, reach out if you want to get in touch. Other, other than that, I would do nothing. <laughs> That's just mm-hmm. my personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would just, she said he's an adult. So I would just keep, I mean, if he's physically violent towards you. Oh, that's a whole other ball of wax. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that was the other, that was redheaded writing. I think she's- Oh, sorry. I'm reading. <laughs> it's my <laughs> fault because <laughs> I jump around like- a, I jump around too. And I, it's not jumping in the same puddle, apparently. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's all good. Okay. Um, yeah, good. Okay. So wait a minute. Do you have one? Do you have another one for us? I got um, this is interesting. Wait, my dad, this is Amanda, a looper. My dad is a narcissist or at least a lot of narcissistic tendencies. My mom always says my picker is broken, mm. but most of my PTSD and social anxiety stem from my father. Here's the thing. Your mom's telling you your picker's broken. Maybe it, I'm hoping it's said in 
with a help with means of like to help you but somebody telling you something like that is limiting you from having a different reality mm -hmm. your picker is not broken you just haven't learned how to use your intuition that you have built into you and you haven't learned yet all the signs and um how to how to watch for signs before you become head over heels so to speak with someone mm -hmm. um you haven't let you haven't learned that when you're being swept away you also have to keep some logic and some reason to uh pay attention you just haven't mm -hmm. learned then that's nothing wrong with you because of that your picker's not broken you just haven't been taught how to um how to have a different normal right yeah. Yeah. Right. Don't you think I get upset when people tell people like put a limit on people? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Mm -hmm. um, really? Yeah. Okay. Um, with all that being said, I think I just fixed my filter. Ah, <laughs> I got rid of it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you went yellow for a second and now you're yeah, back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm back. Okay, good. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So yeah, I'm so sorry, but I have four minutes. That's my... okay. Let's keep going and finish. Yeah. Then. All right. Uh, I'll do one more. You got another one or do you want me to? No, keep going. Okay. Um, okay. Diana says her daughter's 16. She has a therapist and her son who is 21 is educating her and reaching out. I think that's a beautiful thing. Um, hopefully the therapist is, oh, <laughs> oh, and here, here's where that goes next. Now my daughter who is 16 barely talks to her dad because she's now had the education and is not um or is getting the education and maybe feels like she understands better the truth um mm -hmm. okay I, oh red writing hood says i do feel like my oldest hates me but i know i should not say that to myself listen whatever that person whatever that child adult child's feelings are at this time clearly have not been formed based on your own behavior right mm -hmm. so whatever they think they feel or whatever they seem to feel. You're right. Don't say it to yourself. Don't focus on it. All you need to do is from where you are, love that child from there, if you can. You know what I'm saying? And and what I, I don't mean that you have to do anything, but maybe you just send out positive thoughts or prayers to that child once in a while. Or you just don't focus on that child at all. <laughs> because the, the fact of the matter is that when they're adults, we we can't we can't force them and not that we would. But we don't want to force them to do anything. You know, they if they're if they're choosing, unfortunately, to be on the toxic parent side, like I said, I really think sending a card or or a note twice a year. I'm still here if you if you need me. If your contact information changes, here's my new contact information. Love you. Have a great year. <laughs> Whatever. You know, don't overthink it, but right. do try to move on as mm -hmm. much as you can, which I know is ridiculous and a mean sounding thing to say. But I'm going to tell you something. The client I mentioned earlier, who's going through this with her own children, she has been incredibly empowered by recovery. And this has changed like literally every aspect of her life. So I just wanted to share that for those of you who are, uh, there are different ways they can come through. Just say that. Um, I want to read one more comment and then I'll see if Lisa has any. Um, uh, from Moonlight Star, she says, people do not understand how difficult it is to actually gain independence and make money and build up that wealth. They try to mess up your bank accounts and they try to target your self-esteem and they refuse to, I assume, stop 
there's always with a narcissist involved, we all know there's no level to which they will not stoop. They will take our, whatever they can take from us, right? Mm -hmm. So what you have to do, I think the best advice I can give anyone about any narcissist is recognize their limitations. Don't feel sorry for them no matter what. And don't give them any more of your emotion and your sadness. I mean, that's an emotion. All right, I'll say emotion that you already have. Okay. And and that's easier said than done. We all know it. But that's what I'd say. Lisa, any final words of advice before we wrap up for today? Hmm, no, I was just thinking of a quick, there's another scenario of uh, parental alienation. And that is when, so this is a personal one with my own daughter, adult daughter's uh family that her boyfriend's family that she Mm -hmm. was with for years and years were actively and deliberately trying to alienate her from her own family and that yes so and her parents so it was a parental alienation. she caught on and she figured it out and she's she's good i know but it took her a lot to remove and separate but that's it's the same they tried to take her in as a like surrogate family member Mm -hmm. And then they did the same alienation right. that you guys are seeing. That is crazy. And yeah. that is a really good point. We should talk about that in a future video. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. that does happen. That happens. Oh yeah, it happens. <laughs> so it's like if, if she had married him, then. Thank goodness she didn't. She would have had to like sneak out to, you know, <laughs> sneak out. Yeah. And by that, I mean total control. And it's a long story, but yeah, it's a, um, yeah, they can get in there and they can, narcissistic people it's just really about them controlling the narrative and them controlling everyone else's narrative and everyone else's story so that their delusional world stays intact for themselves it's ridiculous Mm -hmm. it is ridiculous why do you want that much control over another person i don't know i can barely manage one person being myself (laughs) i don't want that (laughs) and they just take care of themselves (laughs) we would hope so yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Here's, here's okay. a thought. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yes. No, go. We have to finish. Oh, I just wanted to let everyone know, for those of you who don't know, we do have an adult children of narcissistic parents support group over on Facebook. We also have co-parenting with a narcissist and all kinds of other ones. So check those out at queenbeing.com slash group dash support. Plus Lise has yes. an ongoing group coaching program. That's amazing. And, and we have a lot like, I would say 90% of the people in there and that's, I'm just guessing it could be higher come from uh families where one or other one or both parents are toxic on some level yeah and mm-hmm. i think we see that with all of our clients i mean most, I do too. most of them i think like 99 percent or 97 yeah, uh-huh. something like that. Yeah. so there is even though it's more of a general group there is a place uh to talk about anything that's needed yeah. in that yeah so make sure that you get the support you need whether you go through the free stuff or you go through one of our groups or you get one-on-one coaching um I would like to shout out my our amazing mod squad, Ellen, Peggy, Chris. And I would also like to say thank you to Red Riding Hood for being here. She's one of our amazing channel members. And of course, to the lovely and talented Lise Kalucci. Ah, and to Angie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I appreciate all of you for being here. Thank you so much. And I know Lisa appreciates you as well. Hey, Darlene. I didn't even see Darlene before. Okay. We will be back. We will see you next Tuesday. Make sure you check the description for how to get in touch with us. And Lise, her channel's down there. I will also put her channel right right 
Come on over around the screen right now when I read. <laughs> yes. Thank you. I'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye. See you later. All right. Whoop. Okay.